In Mark chapter 8, Jesus' apostles came to an important realization that he wasn't just a prophet or a teacher, but Jesus is the Christ, God's anointed one. Yet, even as they came to understand that, there would be some more that Jesus needed to explain for them to truly comprehend just what it was that God had sent Jesus to do. In Mark chapter 8, beginning with verse 31, and he began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed and after three days rise again. And he said this plainly. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But turning and seeing his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you are not setting your mind on the things of God, but on the things of man. While it was such an important moment in Jesus' life and in the lives of these men that they had come to understand that he is the Lord's anointed, Jesus then needed to explain to them just what that meant. And it didn't mean, as popular opinion suggested, that he was going to raise an army and storm into Jerusalem and drive out the Romans and establish an earthly kingdom. No, Jesus said that it meant that his people's own elders and chief priests and scribes would reject him, that he would be killed. And then, three days later, he would rise from the dead. And even though he said that so plainly, these guys didn't get it. Because that's not what they were expecting. That's not what they had grown up understanding that the Christ, the Messiah, was going to come to do. So no matter how plainly Jesus said it, they still just couldn't fully comprehend. So much so that Peter was somewhat scandalized by it. The thought of the Messiah dying. The thought of his friend and teacher dying was too much for him. So Peter, undoubtedly trying to be helpful, takes Jesus aside to rebuke him. And all the others are watching. And Jesus, seeing this, rebukes Peter. Isn't this interesting? Just moments in the story after Peter himself is confessing that Jesus is the Christ, Jesus is now calling Peter Satan telling him to get behind me. Why? Why did that happen? Because Peter wasn't setting his mind on the things of God, but on the things of man. He was trying to force Jesus into the box that he expected him to fit in. He was trying to do away with those things Jesus was saying and teaching that didn't make sense to him, that seemed too hard for him, and, and get Jesus to conform to more the image of what he thought he should be. But that wasn't what God was actually doing. The Christ would suffer. And in hindsight, Peter and the others would come to realize that, especially as led and inspired by the Holy Spirit, that that had always been part of God's plan, that that was also attested to in the scriptures. But at this moment, that's not what they were expecting. Yet what he failed to realize is Jesus wasn't just saying that he was going to die. It wasn't just about his friend's suffering but that he would pass through that suffering, that time of trial, and he would rise and live again, and that would be how 
God's promises were fulfilled. Yet by Peter's desire to avoid that unpleasantness, to avoid those things that were hard and uncomfortable and didn't conform to his expectations, he would have done away with all of it, which is exactly what Satan would have wanted. But that could be corrected if he set his mind on the things of God. If he recognized that Jesus didn't come to do what Peter thought he should do, Jesus came to do what God sent him to do. And even though it would be hard, even though there would be suffering, that would be what makes all the difference. The challenge for us as we come to know Jesus, though with the benefit of hindsight, having seen him come through the crucifixion, having seen him rise from the dead, and having millennia of history to attest to the power and the change that that's brought, we still have to decide as we come to know Jesus to set our minds on the things of God. Because too often, especially when things get hard, when it involves suffering, we want a version of Jesus that just comes and takes our troubles away that fits what we think he should be doing, the way we think the world should be. Yet for God to accomplish what God wants to accomplish, sometimes we will have pain because of the sin that's in this world. But if we set our minds on what it is God's trying to accomplish, if we look to Jesus as our example, then we'll come through even the times of greatest difficulty and find incredible life and change on the other side.